What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. Welcome to the podcast, which is the Margin Lexter, because there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to discuss, you may see. We're in a different scenario. Yes, the famous orange soba that I've had that I was in love with, that some people weren't, but it was like a Masoni soba that life was. It's now been reupholstered with amazing fabric by Emma J. Shipley. Yes, this is a British designer. We're importing them all over. Um, who was launching a New York collection at the Kravitz showroom in the yes. D&D building, and which anyone in the design industry will know is a major big deal. And I went absolutely crazy. And it's the exact opposite of what I had. This is an amazing, like, teal blue with black and white panels. If those of you who are listening can't see it, but you'll go, you'll see it on my, on my post. And we mixed it with amazing Kelly Green Velvet. And I just absolutely love it. So I said, let's do our podcast from here because I've done so much work in the house. Everyone's going to be super excited. But during COVID, you could actually get a lot of work done. Yeah, I think COVID went both ways. For some people, you know, well, it went both ways for me. I started the first few weeks enjoying getting kind of fat mm-hmm. and eating too much. Yes. Rolling in self-pity and, you know, just mm-hmm. being with family. And then I got off my ass and I decorated my apartment. I painted myself. Yes. And then I lost 20 pounds. So not all was lost in COVID. Yeah. First, I was a fat fuck. I gained a lot of weight. And then I went, we went on the community method. I lost yeah. weight. I stopped doing salt and dairy. And shockingly, I lost a decent amount of weight. I also went on hormone replacement. People, just so you know, the Marge was um, a little hormonal, perimenopausal. And I went on some hormone replacement. And I also got my thyroid checked. I've been trying to be super, super healthy, feeling good, doing things for myself, taking care. And you know what? I think it's really made a difference. How do you feel? Do you feel like you did? Because I think it's made a difference. I think you seem very sprightly and and uh, youthful. Yeah, I think I have a lot more energy. This hormone replacement is amazing. I mean, years ago they gave women only estrogen. Yes. And now they give you estrogen and progesterone. So it's a tiny, tiny little patch that I put on my ass or like on my stomach. 
that I have to change like every four days. And then tiny, 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 like small, like the size of a dime. Oh, it's small. Teeny. And then I take progesterone pills that are custom made for me, mm. which I absolutely love. And now I can sleep and I'm not sweating and I, and I feel amazing and I have a lot more energy. So that's been working really well for me. Mm. So I feel like COVID, though it's been very, very rough for a lot of people, I felt like it's made me focus on myself and to get better. And though we were, we were filming the housewives, which was rougher. We took a lot of yes. COVID precautions. I did feel we're being tested twice a week. Really a lot of testing. A lot of tests. Everyone involved. Mm -hmm. I love getting, I love getting my nose swabbed. Oh man, love spitting in that cup. Yeah, we did, oh. we did nasal swabs. We did spit tests. We, everybody was super cautious. It was yes. great. It was good. <laughs> so that was good. And, you know, a lot will be revealed on next season because people will really see what you have been able to do in the house. Thank God yes. for Joe, I do like to say. Yes. I mean, we can do anything. We can pull any rabbit out of the hat. And we can, and we have repeatedly, week after week with this renovation, which you could only really see the sneak peek of the sofa. But mm -hmm. if you could see the rest of this room, you would see it. Yes, we've done a lot of work in the house. I've done not only did I renovate my face last year, this year I finally got some work done in the house and some work done on your body. Some work done on my body. You renovated um, the match. I renovated myself. I mean, I put it out there on Instagram. My boobs were too big for my body; they hung down to my stomach. Uh, I got the breast reduction and lift from Dr. Joseph Michaels, the same person who did Dolores' tummy tuck. Yeah, and now Laura's just had a tummy yeah. My tummy girlfriend just got a tummy tuck. I didn't want to do a tummy tuck. I mean, my stomach's flat, maybe a few little lumps, but no, never, never say never. I'm not great, but my tits were atrocious. So I just, I had to get them done. But that's good. But if you don't feel good, people give a lot of grief. Like my back Gia, hurt. And Gia just got her nose done. And people, they want a lot of grief. You're so young to get your nose done. If he's unhappy. She was unhappy. She was unhappy. I was, she was always a beautiful girl. She's still a beautiful girl. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to fix. I fixed my nose when I was like 27 and I don't know why I waited so long. I wish I did it before that because I look back in pictures. Thank God there was no Instagram. And I still look back in pictures and I hated my nose. Exactly. Oh, like if you're it. unhappy with something and you're able to mm -hmm. fix it, you do it. Do it. Make and if you can, happy. listen, I wish I would have done my boobs years earlier because they were so hangy. They made me look so much heavier. Everyone's like, Marge, you lost so much weight. I, you know, I, I lost some weight, but I really got my tip looked that's, it does make a big difference. It makes a big, big difference. It I feel so difference. much lighter. My neck doesn't hurt. I'm telling you, my shoulder feels better. My shoulders are killing me right now because my boobs shrunk from losing weight and my bras the wrong size. So right after this, I'm going to hop to Bloomingdale's and get new bras. Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't have to wear underwire anymore. Mm -hmm. it's, it's literally life changing. So, so I still have to wear some amount of scalp. There's some kind of scaffolding. Usually with the whole systems. People so don't realize what women actually go through to to have to maintain themselves. Especially when you're on TV, because that is a different kind of scrutiny, also. I know every, a lot of people say to me, Marge, grow old gracefully. I'm, yeah, I am growing old gracefully. I'm very graceful in my plastic surgery. I'd like to grow old completely disgracefully. Yes face down and my legs in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good idea. That's not bad. Why not at this point? The older you get, I think the less fucks you give. Well, definitely me. So I'm just going with the disgraceful at this point. I know. You know what? You're, it's absolutely true. I and think you have to. 
No, and you know what it is? I don't like to look fake, super pulled. I wanted my plastic surgery to be natural. I don't like big, overly puppy, puppy lips, build up cheeks. I was like, just pull it. You do it once. You don't have to then get a ton injections. Exactly. The fillers can get yeah. scary. Yeah. And then people are bitching me. I got my teeth done. Yeah, I did get my teeth done. I did have a crossbite. I had a crossbite my whole life. My mother had a shitty orthodontist for me. Okay? <laughs> yes, she did. All right. Blaine Martini. Sucked. I blame Mark Senior. You don't I blame smoke. Yeah, one smoked in my face, dropped ashes on my face. How old were you when that happened? Oh, I was little. I was like six. six. You know, God forbid, she was flirting with him. You know, you could do whatever. He was a good looking guy, dropped ashes on my face, made me named her child. When that happened, all hell broke loose. Oh, did she really freak out? Then? I had a total freak out. Okay, good. At least she really freaked out. Yeah, they used to smoke when they took your teeth and you That is why it's. Yeah, I mean, I remember when they smoked on airplanes. I got off the plane as a little kid, dressed up in my fancy dress on National Airlines, if anybody remembers that, which I doubt you do, who listens to this podcast. I got off, we were going to Florida, and that was it. I got off, I smelled like a whorehouse. I mean, that is not appropriate. I remember smoking in restaurants between courses when I was like in high school. We thought we were so sophisticated. I'll have a Melbourne pineapple and I'll smoke a Marlboro light between my courses. I mean, that, that, that was like a strip so club. That's a strip club. I mean, I was. I mean, not that I would know. I mean, that just sounds like a cheap strip club. I like to cheap strip clubs back in the day. Look at this now. So sophisticated. So, so, so sophisticated. Sitting on my reupholstered sofa. In the ballroom. In the ballroom. So let's talk a little bit about the renovations, too. So we've gone over the renovations of ourselves. Um, you didn't really work with a, an interior designer to renovate your house. No, you no, I didn't. Of a good I, friend, yes, Vanessa. Vanessa De Leon, VDA Design. She has totally hooked me up. She told me about the best lighting company, and I'm going to do a giveaway with Vanessa soon. Yes, um, for her design services, which will be amazing. Um, one lucky winner. We're going to do an Instagram live together, but. Yeah, she helped me with my lighting in the ballroom, which was amazing, all from vault, the vault. The vault was incredible. The, light the most incredible the lighting when everybody sees. But yes, I basically did it myself because I'm a control freak and I had very unique style. I say it's like, you know, high Hollywood. Yes. Vintage Hollywood. I know what to call it. Meets I mean, rock and roll lodge. Meets rock and roll lodge. High Hollywood meets rock and roll lodge. And I think it's very eclectic. I love when you go into someone's home and it, it's their personality. You say, this is this person's home. Yes, you could really, and tell, you could really tell their personality shines through. And I think so many times when you go into someone's home, it could be anybody's house. And I have a lot of problems with that. I do too. And, and, I, don't, and, and I don't like that. No. And it makes me absolutely crazy. So everybody has given me so much grief about this house. Oh, Marge, try to get your house. Do this, do that. This house is 110 years old. It took a lot of TLC, a lot of love and care. It's a restoration, not a renovation. It's not a new house. It has its own personality and character. And I had to go with it. And I, and I had to bring my personality into it. Now, what would you say surprised you the most that was difficult about the renovations? Because it, it is really hard. It is really hard. It is very, very hard to renovate a home. Um, it's expensive to renovate a home, but it's also, everything takes longer than you would expect it to. Picking tile is not easy. Putting together bathrooms. I mean, I had to get opinions from Vanessa, mm -hmm. certain things. I mean, all my bathrooms aren't done. My bedroom and closet are still not done. It's in the works. No, but it takes a long time. You had a chimney that had to come out from 
three floors. Yes, the chimney in the kitchen. When you guys see the kitchen, you're gonna absolutely die. It's totally transformed. I love it. I finally have a kitchen. You'll be shocked to see me cooking. We're gonna have a great episode coming up with David Burke. Yeah, that is a big one. He's coming to cook in your kitchen. Yeah, David Burke is going to come cook in my kitchen and he'll be on the podcast, which is very, very exciting. That's very and this is the first time I'm cooking Thanksgiving in the kitchen. In a few years, because the last few years we have gone out or catered. So I'm going to cook everything and I will videotape it and show you guys. So that's going to be family. Yeah, the it's kitchen. So nice to be home. Yeah, it's going to be nice to be home. And I think a lot of people during COVID realized that they're going to be nesting more, they're going to be staying home, people aren't going to be going out as much. So I think business trends change there because instead of people spending money on clothes and things like that, they're spending money on their home. Yes, I would say home. The home sector took off like crazy. Most of the interior designers, companies that I've spoken to, especially dealing through the renovation, they have big delays on product because it's hard to get things in because there's just such a high demand right now. Yes, if you want a new refrigerator, don't hold your breath. Use your <laughs> shitty old one because <laughs> it's impossible to get a refrigerator. Who knew so many people were ordering refrigerators? Who knew? Who knew? Well, there's a lot of eating. There's a lot. I still don't have a refrigerator. Thank God I got refrigerator drawers. But I do not. I sold my old refrigerator thinking mine was coming in. I still don't have one. And you're welcome as a serious piece of equipment. It was a serious piece of equipment. A lovely gentleman came all the way from New Hope, Pennsylvania, got my refrigerator. That was good. It was, I'm glad it went to a good home. I had a lot of luck with that. I did. I did. It was a big Sub-Zero. I did not get a Sub-Zero again. Um, but I'm excited to get mine. It's, it's going to be a, a decor. Yeah, decor. It's coming hopefully next week. Yes, it's, it's been, Joe and I like to bid one. Joe, Joe's like, Mark, you haven't even cooked in years. You go out every night. But not anymore. Not We're anymore, eating home, Joe, people. Home. Well, that's a good question. Does that fireplace really function? Yes, my fireplace functions. I mean, Liz, I don't know what's up there. Santa Claus can be stuck up there. No, I know. Let's light a fire and we'll soon find out. We'll smoke yes. Them right out. Yes, we'll smoke them right out. I mean, but, but don't do it too soon. You can have some of my gifts. Oh, okay. So here we are, a very scary season as well, not just the election. Um, oh, yes. It's almost Halloween. So what are the Marge and Joe doing for Halloween? Well, everybody has seen Marge and Joe be Morticia and Gomez already. We did have an earlier party, which I want everyone to know we're all COVID tested. I don't let anybody come into the house to an event unless anybody comes with a COVID test. Yes. Or to, you know, say they had a COVID test recently, a rapid test. We're super, super safe. But Halloween will be upon us this weekend. We've already celebrated. I don't think anybody's going to be out trick-or-treating. No, I don't know what the children I don't think it's safe. Yeah. So we will probably be home since we celebrated already. That'll be nice. But my house is like a scary haunted house. I mean. It is. I mean, it was kind of funny this weekend. We had a little party. What are you doing? For Nina. Well, we had so much partying recently. Like you said, we had um, the Halloween party early. I was... David Bowie. Yes, he looked amazing. Brian was Freddie Mercury. I loved it. We were under pressure. Um, and Nino has a lion costume this year. Okay, so we just have to dress him up just for yeah. a photo op and jump. Exactly. Just I'll get him a Halloween basket. I mean, Instagram has changed Halloween also because when you think about it, the costume sales, like I've been obviously to Target, Spirit Halloween. I've been to a lot of Halloween places recently. I bought someone else's kid a flamingo because it was so cute. I couldn't resist. But Instagram has changed business so much. I was thinking about it. Spirit Halloween, like, we, I always really dressed up for Halloween. I took a lot of pride in my costume. I was always really about that. But now with Instagram, it took people to the next level. 
It did. I mean, people's Halloween costumes, they go absolutely over the top. I, I just can't get over it. And that's why the pressure's really on. I mean, it Joe is. even shaved his goatee. Uh, that was a lot. Brian shaved to be his Gomez mustache. And, yeah. Jeff, and Brian shaved his mustache. I mean, I that was a big deal. It was crazy. I mean, look at Dolores. Oh, Dolores looked great. Dolores looked amazing. I mean, she was like botched plastic surgery. She, she came with an IV. She came with a round drip. And she, the trolley. I know. I could not believe it. I mean, she looked so good. You know what I'm thinking? This. I can't believe the election is coming upon us. And I don't like to talk politics on here that much, but I want everybody, I do want to ver, um, urge everybody to vote. Yes. And we all know that the march is very liberal. Yes, as is Lexi. As is Lexi. So I'm going to vote the color of my couch. Yeah, well, I unfortunately, as you know, I've mentioned this before, and then someone got really pissed off and wrote like the group review that I said I couldn't vote when I've lived here a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, you can't vote when you have a green card. You need to be a citizen, and you have to be married a certain amount of time to turn your green card into a citizenship. So unfortunately, that process was delayed this year because of COVID. Yes. Um, so it is what it is, but I definitely am educating myself. So when I can vote, I will vote wisely. Yes, and by the way, when I say the color of my couch, the new color of my couch, not my old couch, which was orange, because there is no orange part of it. <laughs> yeah, the new color of my couch means you have to watch the YouTube channel. Oh, that's And it's the color of my glasses. Yes. I want to talk about these glasses. Yes. This is a very cool company, Pear Eyewear. Yes, Pear Eyewear I'm a little obsessed with. Now, the founders of this company, the co-founders, Nathan and Sophie, they came up with this company, which I think is always the best way to come up with a company out of it to solve a problem that they saw in the industry. Kids' glasses can be like $300 a pair, and they're yes. boring. I know. And by the way, it's true. And when I saw these glasses, I was like, I can wear these glasses. You know what? They're blue light glasses. And you know what it is? It's three pairs in one. It is. And you can go on the website and it's fully customizable. So basically you start with one little frame and then you can clip on little magnetized And look at this. This is, I have sparkles. I have sparkles. My glasses are blue. And then look at this. They're just like a little pale pink. Then they're blue clip on, like with the magnet, and then they are little sparkles. But yeah, so they came up with this fully interactive experience which kids can go on. They even have like superhero glasses. I love that. They have mermaids, they have tie-dye. I would wear the mermaid. And my kids are having such a good time playing with the website. So their glasses are like $60 a pair. $60, but you get three in one. So it's really like $20 a pair. It is, and you could change your glasses with your outfit. And for our listeners, we have a very special offer too. What's the offer? You could get a pair with the three customizable little different styles. Mm -hmm. Here these clickers here. Forty-eight dollars. Oh my God, forty-eight dollars! Now, if that's not a bargain, don't ask me what it is. That I mean, is a huge. You go to Starbucks a few times a week. It's one forty-eight dollars. That's right. So you can go on pair.com. P-A-I-R. Pair. Use the code caviar or pair.com forward slash caviar. And you can order a fully customizable pair for just $48. So go on and shop people. Speaking of caviar, the caviar dreamers, the Marge is writing a book. You just took my breath away. I wasn't sure you were going to make an announcement like that on today's show. Well, caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I've always said that for many years. And I just felt like I'm so happy. I'm 
I am very, very proud of the march. Thank you. Soon Thank to you. be New York Times bestselling author. Yes, yes. So the book is in the works. And I just want everybody to know that it is going to be life lessons, things I've learned in business and in life, and things, it's going to be a great takeaway. Learn from my mistakes. Don't do them. But it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be some things that I've learned in my childhood, a partial memoir, but every chapter is going to have a takeaway. And I think it's going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be about the men I've encountered in my life, in business, personally, um, great friendships, <laughs> momentous occasions, and just really a lot of amazing life lessons. What was the, what surprised you about writing a book? Because I know you've thought about this and you've talked about it for a million years. Has the process been, you know, what you thought it would be or it was a little like Well, I'm working with a ghostwriter, Emily Lieber, who I love. But the ghostwriter just really puts your words down into the book and then I'm doing all well, the editing. So it's really co-writing it yes. together and doing all well. It's so therapeutic, but it's also very painful because it yes. brings up so many memories. It's the way you think back to your younger years and everything you've been through and the evolution of your life. And it's actually crazy, everything I've been through. I don't even realize it and how, how strong and resilient the human spirit really is. Yes. And, and things that could you think could have broken you obviously didn't and that you're much stronger than you realize you are. Yes. And I think it, it's just so interesting because when I look back, I'm like, wow, did that really happen? Did I, did I do that? How did I get through that? So when I, I think of all the things that I've gone through before and have gotten through, I was like, you know, it's a piece of cake from here on in. Well, I think also when you look back retrospectively on your life, you know, at the time to get through things that were dangerous, inappropriate, scary, you know, unacceptable by today's standards, you just justify them to yourself so you could just get through in the moment and move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. But when you look back retrospectively and you are older and you have experienced more, it can sometimes be really jarring what you've been through and, and, and it really like makes you think twice. And I think this book is going to be so good because like you say, learn from your mistakes, learn from your life lessons. So, you, yes. so other people can apply them to their life and feel better about it. I agree. And that's why I like to obviously surround myself with young women and, and help mentor them and just always build them up. Because I think, unfortunately, in our society, I've had amazing women who've mentored me in my mm -hmm. life. I've been very lucky. But I've also been with women who are older than me who tried to cut me down yes. or, or felt threatened or been competitive. And that's very, very unfortunate because we should all lift each other up and teach each other and, and help each other. Yes. And that's super, super important to me. And be protective over each other. Yeah. Um, and not want horrible things to happen to the younger women in our lives yes. and, and try and be protective and, and make sure everything is okay for the next generation. And, you know, I hope this book does that. I hope it's, it's done with a sense of humor. Um, even though there are deep moments in it and upsetting moments in it, it's, it's all done. You know, I could, I could still keep it light. And, and you know, yes. and, and laugh about it. You know, even though they're painful and upsetting, for some reason I, I could still like laugh at a funeral. Something's fucked up with me. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, this weekend my kids told me I was socially inappropriate because I laugh every time one of them gets hurt. But it's just so funny. 
I know what's wrong with this. I don't know something's wrong with this. But it's funny, talking about women that are really mean to the young girls and the rock fish. You know, I could have been married to a rock star right now. I could have been married to, our listeners might not know who this is because he's kind of old. Um, he's probably much senior's age, maybe older. Uh, Brian Ferry of Roxy Music. I know Brian Ferry. Very sexy guy. I, he sang, he performed at my boss's birthday party when I was in my 20s. And I kissed him in the kitchen. And what, and you made out with him? I full on made out. And he did have a little onion bread because he just got like a little sandwich in the kitchen. But he was a very sexy, majorly famous musician who was once dating Jerry Hall. Okay. That's so that's it's good 20, enough for me. So as a 20-something tall blonde, I was like, well, if it's good enough for Jerry Hall, I'll take it. So I left that party feeling a million dollars. Like he said to me, my assistant's going to call you on one of each dinner. I was like, that, this is great. No, this is great. Well, little did I know, didn't really hear anything again. And I was dating someone else at work. So that went on to be a lovely relationship. Two years ago, I met someone in Vegas who I worked with at that time, who was great. And they confessed to me yes. that Brian Ferry sent me flowers. Oh, and how come we didn't know about this? Because the bitchy, older, fucking nasty women in my office put them in the garbage and hid them from me because they were jealous because they were major fans of him because he was like the hot guy from that era. No. Can you imagine me ever doing that to Lindsay? No. No. We would be so excited if something like rock stars What, them what can I give you to wear that night? What can we call, you know, what yeah, do we do? Make sure you get waxed. We wax for them. Do a good blowjob. Yes, exactly. We give them yes. See, I don't like these kind of people. No. Keep They're not imagine. for us. These evil women. They I've had women like that. In the garbage. So Brian Ferry. I'm not your phone there. numbers. I know. Brian Ferry, if you're true. out there, I mean, you're much older yes. now. I'm and you sure. are married to a young woman, and she is gorgeous. And I, what you know. But what, listen, never if, never. if you're moving on to your fifth wife, never, Lexi never is here, and she's sorry she never wrote a thank you note for this yes. song. Yes, because I never got them, so I'm sorry, Brian. She Ferry. never got them. But if you want to write her a song or do something for yeah. her, she's available. Yeah, I'm available. I don't think Mr. B would mind. He'd be fine with that. No, he loves things like that. Rock stars don't count. We're very big in music in our house. Yes. I also just, I want to say one other thing. I just want to um, congratulate Claudia Ashray. Oh, yes. Her. Yes, congratulations, Claudia. Adorable, the cover. She's like in a bathtub. It's very cute. It's on pre-order now, so everyone can pre-order it. And they were actually talking about it on the toast. And pre-ordering a book is very important because, like they said, it's like horse races. How, however many copies you sell in pre-order also can determine which bookstores pick it up. Yes. And I want all the bookstores to pick it up. I mean, she's very, very impressive. And we are on the Toast Network. That's right. So pick up those copies of that book. Pickies. Yeah, pickies. Pickies up those pickies copies. Up. Pickies up. <laughs> I got oh, problems. Oh my God. I can't even try. Do you know what it is? We're exhausted. Yeah, we have exhaustion. We have full-on exhaustion. Exhaustion is a combination of exhaustion and nausea. That's yeah. a new vocabulary word for you people if you yes. don't know what it is. Mar just got the exosia. Yes. I definitely have the exosia when I picked this outfit to do a podcasting because it looks really like I have tremendous boobs on camera. Tremendous. No, no, no. tremendous. I'm not even wearing a bra and I want you to be proud of me because they're very high and perfect. Your boobs look great. Mine look very matronly and tremendous and I'm really regressing this outfit now. I quote a glimpse of myself. So maybe don't watch this one. Just listen to it. Um, but no, it looks good. Oh, I gotta stretch out this. See, my hip is tight. So I that know. I have to stretch my legs. I've been working out a lot. Oh, that's so good. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Days. 
So I think going I'm, forward, we've got to start working out here. Though, yes, I, but I want to. Okay. I want a Peloton. All right, let's get you a Peloton. You know, it'd be great if we had our own little spin studio. I would love that. But you know, we'll share something all about that. Why? Because <laughs> it's like we have our own little. He likes your puffy. Um, he likes the extra meat. He feels like I'm not that squishy as I used to be, okay. even though I'm still squishy. That's an Italian man thing. Brian feels the same way now. I lost the baby weight. I think in some yeah, it's like you know he's attached to the fat puffs. I I know they love that. You know I think because Joe really loves gnocchi and gnocchi's like a fatter pasta. I think that's why he really like more cushion for the pushing. Yeah, he likes more of a gnocchi shaped woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's what it is about him. <laughs> I think that's oh my you know, god. He, huh. he likes the long gnocchi. Well, I was a Riccatoni, and I'm helping to be a Bucatini. So okay, that's good. Go that's good. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I think you're on the verge of a spaghetti. I'm all about that. I think that. you're on the verge of a little spaghetti. <laughs> Very hollow and shallow. These days. No, I think that's Bucatini might be more. But important. I think, like, we have a fabulous little guest house. We could yes. be, we could have a little spin studio. We could. We could even, we have a lot of property here. We could make, like, a little glass spin studio anywhere. On wow, the that's a good idea. I think that's next year's project. I'm Jill about that. Yoga, oh my god, a glass like spin and yoga studio. I'm I wonder if I'm thinking this. I wonder if you need to get a battery for that. We have to ask. Well, now we announce it to the world, so we probably, if we need one, we better get one before someone shows I up. Know, I know, I know. Maybe we could do like a, a little, um, that'd be so good. I think that would be great. And we could do like lunchtime retreats. Yes, yes. I think that's a very good idea. I would love to do that. I would love to be able to do yoga yes. and do like have a few spin bikes, just like four spin yes. bikes for us four. Now, can you focus in yoga? Because I can't. Because when I'm a downward dog, I'm thinking, okay, I forgot to take the laundry out of the machine and there's something in there that's going to get really wrinkled. And then I got to go to shop right on the way home because we don't have any milk. And that's like how my mind goes. Me. And then I think to myself, oh, remember that one time seven years ago when I forgot to do no. that shit? We have to start to meditate. And I think meditation is very, very important because our I'm minds wander. Our minds really wander. I'm horrific at meditation. Horrific. My mind races a million miles an hour like a hamster on cocaine in a wheel. Wow. Yeah. Hamster and I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I know. See, I have very bad ADD also, and I feel like that's why we're so super creative and could achieve so much. Yes. Because people of the, you know, it's good to hyper focus, which. I would like to do, but then I feel like maybe I wouldn't get as much done in a day. I know. I'm like that. I can't sit and watch a show. Do you well, know you that? have it worse than I do. No, no, no. I'm a good binge watcher. No, I am not. I, I started Emily in Paris a few weeks ago, and the only time I've been able to watch it is on the elliptical in the gym, and I've only made it through two episodes. Oh, I don't like that. You know, I know this is a, a sad thing to admit to everybody, but, you know, we only started Breaking Bad during quarantine, and now we're almost through it. That was good, though. Mm -hmm. we, we watched a lot of things through quarantine. We also watched Ozark. Oh, Brian watched all those things. I watched maybe five minutes of five episodes sporadically across the entire seasons. Yes. Oh, that's not good. No, but break, not good I mean, I'm a real loser. We also watched one about uh, Better Call Saul, which was actually the prequel to Breaking Bad. Which we did you like better? Joe likes both. I mean, I don't know. You know, Better Call Saul, I just love Saul so much, but mm -hmm. I think... I like Breaking Bad better. Yeah. Well, like I just said, I really can't have an opinion because I only watched about five minutes of each one. Mm -hmm. You know, I never even finished what was the one with Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. 
Oh, um, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies, amazing. I mean, what's wrong with us? I mean, we have a hard time. We have just such ADD creativity happening in all the environments. It's really terrible. That's why I like shows like the, um, like ones that you could dip into, like the Home Edit, which I love. I love the Home Edit. I just want um, Home Edit, if you're listening to this, if you want to come edit the Marge. Yes. I'll be very happy to have you. I bought some of your stuff at the container store. Uh, good for you. Most of it sold out. Yeah, and there's a lot to edit here, believe me, because we yeah. discovered through this renovation progress that uh, process that Marge Junior is actually Marge Senior Junior and maybe Junior Hoarders Edition. I don't think I have a Hoarders Edition. Okay. I just buy excessive things when I think I miss place something then I have to rebuy it and then we find it all so I have multiples I don't know the amount of things we had to buy to do the closet I'm looking at the girls because yeah you have a lot of stuff I do I do have a lot of stuff you have a lot of stuff so home edit girls we're here we need you come over yeah I'm gonna get rid of some stuff though I think it's good. I think, do you feel like a new woman in your new home I feel like a new woman in my new home I think we have to get rid of certain pieces um I got rid of a lot of platters, mismatched forks, because I have so many utensils anyway. There was a fight though, some of those things. We had to really force you to get those up. Yes, I think I had to give everybody lessons. Just so you know, if you have mismatched utensils, just fucking unload them. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's, it's ugly. No one wants to keep that. No one wants to see that. No one wants to come up for dinner and eat with a fork that doesn't match your fork. No. So they're going to say, like, why do you have the nicer fork? You don't want to answer to those fine questions. If someone gives me a weird fork, I know this is, like, super weird, because I have weird food phobias anyway. I don't like eating at people's houses. I can't buy something if I don't buy it. Why? We hear all the time. I I know, but I I know you, and you're very clean, and I like this stuff. But if someone gives me a mismatched fork, you know what I always think? It's the cat food fork. Oh! Do you know what I mean? You know how, like, when you were growing up, like, you went to someone's house and you saw them like put cat food or dog food out with one fork that looked different than the others. I mean, this must have happened to me and I must have a phobia about this that I've totally regressed because I think maybe I'm eating with the dog food fork. Okay. So that's reason enough alone. People are going to yeah. think you're feeding them with the dog food or cat food fork. Lindsay's face is You gotta, you've got to, you've got to unload that. Yes. Um, so no mismatch plates that don't match, no. glasses. Um, I got rid of a lot of coffee cups that were ugly. I only like matching coffee cups. And first of all, no one has any excuse to have shitty stuff these days because caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget can be fulfilled at Target, at Walmart. It's true. At the dollar store. There it's true. Great stuff There's amazing style at every inexpensive store. Home Goods, TJ Maxx, yeah. all those stores. It's all that. So yeah, Target. No Walmart. You don't have to spend a fortune to look amazing. No, you could have great style everywhere. And everybody's having sales. So no, no, no bad style. Don't don't show me anything ugly. Keep it so much more I'll crack it too. I'll crack the dishes. The fact that we're getting too close to Thanksgiving this oh, year has flown by. I just want you to know my new obsession, flock Christmas trees, which I'm gonna have this year. I'm just saying it. Flocked, not fucked, flocked Christmas trees. If no one knows what flocking is. You um, people might call them snow on trees. No, it's flocked Christmas trees. Flocked. And I'm having two. Because I always get a real tree and a fake tree. But guess what? This year I'm getting two fake trees because I want them flocked. I'm getting a pink one and a white one. I mean, it's green with white flocking. Better known as snow to you. But it does look good. I had a flock. I'm obsessed with flocked Christmas trees. They're going to be tremendous. They're going to be very decorated. 
because my house is done and I'm going to be decorating up a little hilt and I'm going to do it early and I'm going to be organized this year and I have amazing ornaments and I'm going to be flocked to the hilt. Now this year, do we, because you're well known for your big Christmas party, do you think this year we're going to be able to have one or do you think that it's, I mean, it's kind of pandemic dependent, really. Yes, I have to see what's going on with the COVID, with COVID central. Yeah, that could really put a dent. Yeah, I normally have um, 100 people at Christmas. Yeah. And I just don't think I'm having a 100 person party these days. That sucks. It I does really suck. Christmas. Yeah, and it's my birthday on Christmas. Yes, day. and you're going to be 40 this year. I'm not that. But I was going to do a big party for the first time in my entire life. I was going to rent somewhere or just take over your house. And just yeah, we're going to do it at my house. And light it completely pink and make it the Barbie dream house. Yeah, with a pink. Everyone come as Barbie and Ken, but no, not to be. Because my family are all grounded in England, because England is on the do not fly list to the US, so no one can come here. No, I mean, 2020 basically is canceled with the parties and the and everything else, and it just sucks. So we're just going to put your 44th birthday on hold yeah, till we'll next year. Yeah, we'll put it on ice and we'll do it properly. Exactly. We'll I mean, no one's going to see my flock trees, but I'm going to enjoy them, and I'm going to fondle them on a daily basis, and I'm so excited about that. We'll fondle them too much. The snow fell off mine last year. The flocking fell off. Yes. No, no, my flocking was fine. My flocking was very temperamental last year, but I do have very aggressive children. That's what so it maybe is. they fondled it while it wasn't working. I mean, if you have children that fondle the flocking, maybe don't get flocking. Don't get fondle flockers. Yeah. Flocking fondlers. Those we don't want that. But anyway, children. soon you guys will see my flock trees, the new house, all the things we've done during COVID. Um, Lexi and I want to do this podcast alone just so you can catch up on our lives because yeah, just a lot has happened. A lot has happened. We've had some great guests. And yes. it is funny the evolution of the podcast. You know, I think it's fun for us to acknowledge also we started the podcast in March. Yeah, in March. Right before COVID yeah. hit, we were in the studio. We, we did, did three episodes in the studio. Which was amazing and it was great. And yeah. we started off the boom and now no one's commuting and and well, it was just funny because we had to, literally, we had three episodes down and mm -hmm. then we had to come home and figure it out. So, you know, working around renovations too. So we've done episodes from the kitchen, we've done episodes from the dining room, we've done episodes from the office. Mm -hmm. And now here we are in the ballroom. In the ballroom, on the new upholstered sofa. We've had amazing guests. The guests had to be via Zoom. We've had some in person. And now you're catching up with us and soon hopefully we'll be back in the studio or maybe we'll never go back to the studio, but hopefully people could come here and yes. be with us. And or maybe we could go visit people. Yeah. I would love to go on the road. Yes. Be a caviar dreamer on the road. Yes. That would be so fun. If I mean, show up how places. cute would we be on the road? Caviar I mean, dreams listen, on the road. girls that like to go places. Yeah. We like to go places. We like to take over your house. Like I'll throw out your dishes. You. Yeah, I'll I'll throw you shit. Yes, exactly. I'll give you design advice, whether you want it or not. Yes. Okay, yes. perfect. Unsolicited advice is good for us. And I'm okay. super excited that we're gonna have David Burke on soon. Yes. So please tune into that because I mean come on, David Burke is on amazing restaurant tour, amazing chef, on top chef, has unbelievable restaurants around the country. And he's gonna be in my fucking kitchen. My brand new kitchen, cooking with the Marge. I am so excited. I'm a big eater. Yes, I'm a big eater, and I happen to know how to cook, but he's going to come teach me how to do one special side dish for Thanksgiving. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. 
keep keep in touch with us. DM us. Tell us anything you want to ask us. Any questions? We're here. Find us at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget on YouTube and Instagram at the Real Mother Josephs at the Life of Mrs. B. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Caviar dreams. <laughs>